Welcome everyone listening to the latest episode of the What's the Script podcast. Today I'm very excited to welcome our guest Christian Linden, CTO of Korea. Um, and today we've got an extremely important topic in talking about the journey from startup to scale up. Um, we've such an esteemed guest as Christian. Hopefully we can all learn something new and yeah, and delve deeper into the Korea journey from from startup to scale up. So, firstly, how are you, Christian? I am good, thank you, and thanks for the intro. Um, yeah, and to, to just mention a bit about myself here, uh, as you mentioned, my name is Christian, um, city at Korea. I'm a programmer, um, a father of three, um, and uh, before program also actually um, I had a different career in the musical theater. Um, I like nice. um, I like to go on jogs, uh, play video games, board games, uh, and of course, and of course, um, solving problems. I guess is is what uh, ticks in my brain uh, on a day to day basis, and I guess that's the reason why why I'm a developer by by heart. <laughs> yeah, well, we just had a question on LinkedIn. Um, actually about the musical career. So I'll leave the question for the end, but what, what was you doing in the theater as an artist? So it was the, the, the triple threat, as they say. <laughs> no, but, uh, so it's, it's both uh, then singing, dancing and, and acting. So I went, nice. uh, I was uh, yeah, so freelancing on uh, city theaters and, and operas and stuff like that around uh, Sweden, a bit, in, a bit in Finland actually, and uh, some trips to the to the states and stuff like that but that's that's like over 10 years ago <laughs> amazing yeah. amazing all right well like i said welcome to the podcast um what the just to remind everyone the, the topic is from startup to scale up or the journey from startup to scale up um what i'd like to talk about first is your role at korea um what you guys do you, like i said your role in particular and you know, what what you're doing at, at the company at the moment to set some context. Yeah, sure. So maybe it's uh, good to just start off uh, with with, uh, with Korea as a company first. And what we do, we so we're on a platform, a broker platform. To uh, and the, the goal here is to to solve problems for for businesses when it comes to to financing. There's a lot of uh, uh, there's a lot of small and medium-sized companies that have trouble today finding capital uh, or financing for no real good reason, basically. Um, so our platform aims to, to 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 facilitate that in a more modern and digital way, where we can we can uh, collect information about them. We can we can ask them about information or collateral. We can package it. We can uh, use uh, machine learning to 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 assess um, quality and to to also then send this this uh, this need this financing need out to lenders and banks, and um, where they can then uh, uh, basically place bids back into our platform, and the 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 company uh, can choose. Uh, the best possible financing for, for for their company. That's basically the idea about why Korea exists and what we want to solve and what we what we do. 
and uh, me my role then yeah sorry you wanted to yeah so obviously that that's great what um Korea do so in particular what is your role um as CTO of Korea yeah so my my role is to 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 lead all technical aspects of of this platform so it it involves um making sure that uh, the platform is up and running that the infrastructure is there, that it's scalable and stable, and it includes making sure we have a, a developer team that can, a tech team that can, uh, that can uh, maintain and and build new features, and it involves. So, and in that, it also um, includes the the responsibility for for that that staff. Uh, and also um, any kind of, uh, you know, technical uh, sort of um, what do you call it? So I, I, I work very closely with with product as well. So 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 we we of course bounce a lot of things in terms of uh, um, business or product wants something. What's the technical side effect? I would also of course be the the go to guy. Um, in all of those questions, so so overall, I, I would say that's uh, that's that's my responsibilities. Uh, but on top of that, I also uh, code a lot, um, as much as possible. <laughs> that's that's where I come from. That's my that's my that's my DNA. That's what makes my my brain tick, as I mentioned before, um, and. Um, yeah, that's where my where my true passion lies. Um, yeah, Super. maybe that's a bit. How, how often are you coding every day? So I have Not this uh, mental yeah. So, so I have this mental model that I, that, that my goal is to to try to develop um, uh, sixty to seventy percent, um, which is quite a lot. And uh, sometimes I succeed, and some sometimes I fail. Um, but um, but that's my that's my my goal. Um, that's really interesting because um, you, know, you know I think that's quite that's one of the highest amounts of well aspiring to to code sixty percent of the time as CTO. Um, so it must obviously be quite inspirational for your team. And I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. I think so. And I think uh, also the reason why I can aim for that and and sometimes uh, succeed in, in that ratio is because we're we're not a huge uh, company so we're about um, it's like about 18 to 20 depending on how you count across uh, Sweden and Finland only mm. two people in Finland at the moment um, and we have only we, we only have one one team one tech team or developer team so I think that's uh, that's the reason why I can maintain such a um, high level of coding still. Uh, so of course, it's baked into the to the to the role that 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 ratio will will go down sort of linear in a linear fashion to to how we then grow in terms of yeah yeah. Well, that that leads to the next point. So, what does the journey of Korea's platform look like? You know, starting out with the MVP and and moving forward. Yeah, so we started out 
at the end of 2018. Um, and it was a quick start. Uh, ship, um, the, the founders, I was not present for the first, uh, let me see, what is it, like the first maybe five months of the company, I was not uh, present. So they had a like a, 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 a proper MVP in place that could generate some sort of value. And that's where we started building from. And that, of course, is quite quite some time ago now. Um, so a lot, a lot of things have changed and evolved naturally. But I, but I would say it's uh, that MVP, actually, I think uh, it, was, um, it was a good choice at the moment to, to, to build it um, as the most if time-efficient a simplistic version to you know just test the idea and business um i think it was a good choice to start out like that because uh, i think I'll, the other way that a lot of people do is that you 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 sort of start bigger from the get-go let's say you know some some people go like yeah you know you have uh, some uh, some um uh, uh, some capital and then you just make the the, the decision to to go with like the the quote proper infrastructure and like the proper you know the end game setup from the get-go and then, then you go from there but i think the journey that we have had is um uh has served korea very well which is more like a it's it's been super optimized um every decision has been very optimized towards uh a lean setup so so we we try to to not solve problems if there are no problems to solve. I think that's uh, one of the uh, like guiding thoughts that, that has, uh, has um, dictated the, the direction for, for how the platform has evolved. Um, and that has been, so, so today we're, it's super modern and we have a, a modern setup for, for all areas in terms of the technical setup but it's uh, it has been good for us as a company that we have that we sort of dared to to uh, to transition organically also within within the um, within the tech choices i would say cooldowns before what what are cooldowns in in the startup environment uh yeah so so that's uh that's a, a fun little thing we we tried a while ago that we really enjoy. Um, so we work in in cycles or some call it sprints, uh, and then at the at the end of that we we dedicate a, a certain amount of time. We have played a bit with with how much time uh, we should uh, we should use for for these uh, cooldowns. But currently we do three three days after each cycle um which uh, gives us the the opportunity to to sort of um reflect um and go back so as um as developers we you often see issues or um, things that you might want to improve or fix or make more efficient in your day-to-day -day business so it, it's a place where you can sort of um not let product or business prioritize what to do but more let the developers prioritize what to do uh, to make stuff more efficient or maybe you want to do some um, r d uh, about some tool that you think might uh, be useful for us going forward so it's 
it's it's uh, that kind of a space for developers to 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 act and um, yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to the community questions, the first question we have is for from Oscar Soderlund, chief architect of iMed. So he says the leap from senior to dev seems very interesting. Um, he would like to know, as part of a transition from hands-on senior dev to hands-off coding executive, um, what have you found the most challenging to delegate, um, and are there areas that you still haven't delegated but you think you should? Yeah, that, that's a good question. Um, and I, I think in my particular case, it um, might not be as true as in, in many other cases. As I mentioned before, I still, uh, the size of us still lets me um, have like a 60 to 70%, you know, hands-on approach still. Um, but it, but, but of course, in, in many ways, it has also shifted my, my responsibilities to, from what I might consider my core drivers within problem solving and, and, and developing. Um, but I think it's, um, so on the new topics that I have to handle, I would say that, um, that, uh, leadership is probably one of the main ones that I've, um, like when it comes to transitioning from, from hands on to hands off, I would say it's, it's been, uh, leadership related things that is, um, uh, mainly taking my time. Um, and that has been, uh, I think it's, uh, it's been, uh, also very developing for me. I've, I think I've learned a lot of new stuff. I've been in a couple of strange scenarios and uh, things need solving. And uh, But I do think I have some sort of uh, natural knack for, for those uh, for those kinds of, of uh, tasks. And I guess it comes down to socializing with people and like being able to speak to, to, to people. Um, and I think I, I do it quite okay. I think, uh, at least. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I, and in terms of uh, if things I haven't delegated that I should, I think that's also a good uh, question. And that uh, most definitely, like there are areas that I should have delegated. Probably there are some that I still haven't delegated that I should. Um, I think that's one area. Still... Yeah. And that's because you still love coding so much, or are you thinking about yeah. other areas? No, I think you're. I think yeah. I think you're spot on. I think that's the that's the reason. Right? It's it's probably hard for me to let go because uh, <laughs> I I genuinely don't want to let go. I guess that's uh, that uh, that doesn't help. <laughs> so, um, but I also feel like I. It's apparent to me that um, I still have a a lot to give in that area. Mm. But what I could do better i think is to maybe invest more in term, terms of also uh, try to hand that off i mean i do my best and one of the best ways could be that i practically do it and people can sort of that we have a transparent way of, of doing this so people see what i do and and i can sort of um, it, it can carry on via that um, mechanism but but there are probably more active approaches to to like you know have a sit down and go like now i will de delegate these tasks so i've done it to a certain extent but it's uh, i think you just hit the hit the right so <laughs> refreshing, refreshing to hear for sure 
Um, so moving on to Shahid Jabba's question, um, he's the co-founder CTO of Mabel AI. Um, so for him, there's one thing that worries him as a startup founder, um, and he says um, he's kept certain culture of openness and honesty in his startup. Um, it worries him sometimes that you know when when they grow, how they'll be able to preserve that culture, which is a, it's yeah. a great question. I think that's a, that's a good that's a good one and for for us at least I would say uh, to be proud of the culture that you have and have created that also I think um, it has to be the the culture has to be we we have done a quite extensive sort of um, company wide culture workshops um during the past two years uh on and off um in some sort of work to try to define um define our our, our culture what is it um and also to do it in such a way where we all sort of can sign on it you know to that we all feel like we can relate at least that group that that you know were were a part of it then because the culture is the the it's everybody together right but it also have other dependencies, such as I think it's true that it it will most likely be hard to have a culture that the the sort of the management or CEO can't live by. So there are a certain a certain sets of restrictions I, I think to it. But once you've found your your, I think it's important to to find the culture or try to define it. And when you have done so, uh, then I think it's super efficient. Like it's a, such a strong thing to to help you go forward. To, to to lean back on that um, at all times um, and it might be that uh, so in his case he wrote what was it it was uh, transparent uh, what did he say so let's see openness honesty and accountability he mentioned so I think I mean, if if he feels uh, if he or she feels that um, that uh, that's the culture. It, it's in and all, all all cultures have strengths and and all cultures have weakness and it's probably a good idea to be open with the uh, with both of those aspects but to really lean into like what you think is uh, is your strengths and 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 communicate that uh, broadly and widely i think that's it great and um the another question we've got from Kutley Kunbi, the co-founder cto of rently He's asked, what's the most challenging problem that you've had as a CTO in scaling up Korea? Um, it'd, it'd be great to ha hear your insights about what's coming up ahead as well. Yeah. Mm, I mean, it, it's, it, might be sound, it, it might sound strange to, to, to say that, uh, that I don't feel like I have a really good example, but I have... Like I am when we moved when we went sort of to like an international setup when we moved it, so we also had support for for Finland Th that was like a, a bigger transitioning in terms of making the platform scale um, no matter what country uh, we have so that means uh, you know you have different currencies you have different yeah, you have different uh, of a lot of things um, and I sort of, when we prepped for that work, I sort of had the expectation that 
that that work would be the answer to to this question. But but I would say that um, surprisingly, I'm not sure why, but it might be that we we uh, as I talked about our setup before that I think we have made quite good organic decisions in how our platform um, has developed over time. So we we don't have too much unnecessary complexity and stuff like that. So I think it's it was actually uh, surprising to me that um, going uh, international in the platform was way easier than than uh, than we sort of initially ha- had counted on. So so that was a bit of an eye opener, like a positive one then. But so the answer to this could maybe be then. Whatever you do as a startup, like make sure that you really prioritize um, low complexity, high efficiency, like high value and low complexity in your platform. Scale you can do at the moment you really, really need. You can start thinking about scale, but otherwise um, don't think too much about it, I think. Yeah. Perfect. Great, great piece of advice. Uh, we've also got a question from Monica Oberg. Hi, Monica. She uh, featured on the podcast last year, um, and she's actually just started her own HR business. So, quite excited to hear more about that with Monica. Um, so, she's asked a really simple question: How to keep the startup culture vibe intact while scaling? It's a good. Also a good question here, and I think that uh, this uh, probably is the the question that would uh, get the most diverse answer depending on uh, who you ask. Um, but in our case, I would say so when it comes to so our culture is very um, uh, it's very data driven, and uh, I think our leading word is candidness, meaning that. Like best idea wins, always pick up. That's like that's our that's the motto basically. So in our, and that also leads to like being data driven and uh, just saying what is and always pick up. Um, mm-hmm. And for us to keep that intact, I think it's the what I touched upon a bit earlier. To when we feel like we have uh, uh, wavered a bit in, in that sense when we grow you know new people join and stuff like that i feel like to to really remind ourselves about um, what i said before to really lean on the work you've already done in terms of defining your your culture uh and there there to believe in it and reuse that work and don't forget it and don't don't reinvent it um and I think it's like surprisingly easy to forget the work you've done sometimes. And then you go like, oh, yeah, right. Wait a minute. We have like the whole company has spent X amount of hours talking about this, defining, defining this together. And we all believe in this. Like it's uh, then, you know, one year goes by, two years go, goes by and then you start wavering and they go like, ah, oh, what to do? Like look back on that work and then reuse it and go like, yeah, actually we have already done this before. Yeah, that's that's obviously so much happening in two years. Things can get muddled and having that light bulb moment moment to go back to your fundamentals is always is always important. I think we touched on that with the last podcast with Maladin from uh, Ainride. 
So actually, go to the we've gone to our final question. It's, it's gone so quickly. Um, so the question is um, from your ex colleague, actually Frederick Stockman, CEO and co-founder of Version Lens. Um, obviously, we touched on the musical artist part before. He said um, Christine's got an incredible, cool, and uncommon for a CTO background as a, a musical artist. Has that helped you during this sort of phase of startup to scale up? <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's another another great question. Thank you, Fredrik. Um, <laughs> and actually, so when I when I when I um, when I transitioned into this new new line of work, like this was uh, you know ten years ago, so um, I thought quite long and hard about you know what what can I sort of you know bring over. <laughs> and at the time, I I think I sort of landed. Uh, that in the answer to that was was nothing <laughs> basically um but like over the years uh time passes and especially you know the past um three years that when it's uh, it's uh, has been a lot more about also including leadership um any kind of you know advising position or you know helping others to be to be able to bounce ideas I think um, I think I realized more and more how much uh, that had uh, the, sort of that, those parts of my life has helped me because I think it's a, a lot about social skills. I think um, if we talk about that, my my prior background as a musical artist, it's a lot about you know uh, having you know the ability to sense where people are physically and mentally around you when you're. Uh, when things are happening live on a stage and to be present, maybe to listen quite a lot to, mm. to big ears. Uh, so I think those skills have really helped me in the social aspects um, to, to, to try to, you know, fine tune my, <laughs> my input instruments, my ears and, uh, and to, to sort of navigate that and to be able to deliver positive feedback and negative feedback um so yeah i think maybe more than i realized and i think i still learn um, sort of new aspects where i go like hmm this could be due to you know my prior life that is really interesting the uh like seeing where people are on stage and sort of being in tune with them so uh, i watched a couple of uh i watched a couple of shows recently just started watching them (laughs) um but the best parts are when people mess up for me and they help each other and they sort of laugh it off, you know, the improvisation. But, like I always think they're the, the, the funniest or the most not like real parts. Um, yeah, I'm I mean, sure I mean that, that happens, before. you know, a lot of times uh, off stage in real life in other norm like normal work setups. So I mean, it's uh, yeah, yeah, and obviously as well having that confidence to to speak in front of people and you know in meetings and stuff like that. I'm sure that's more than helped. But yeah, amazing final question, Frederick, um, and a really interesting final answer as well. Uh, have you got anything you wanted to add, Christian, before we close the show? Um, let me think. I mean, I think not. Uh, maybe, um, uh, I mean, uh, we are... Um, hiring now uh, um, a full stack developer 
So I mean uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's something uh, to join the, the core tech team, um, and uh, otherwise I guess it's just you know thank you for for uh, for letting me letting me on the show um, and and getting all these community questions and uh, it's been it's, it's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Really appreciate you coming on. It's been, no, it's been a really interesting listen uh, you know, to your career. Career sounds like an amazing opportunity. Uh, before we go, I've got actually a question about the hiring position. Um, so yeah, for, for prospective developers listening, uh, full stack engineers, what have you got going on? What's, what's really exciting for you guys at all for, for a potential? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, um, I think it's a, a quite a, a fun opportunity if you are um, a bit, I mean, you need, need to have a bit of experience so you can sort of jump into it. Um, and I think what, what is probably a, most fun with this role is that it, it truly has the opportunity to be a, a like a core core member of the sort of foundational team that we will we will grow from now when we start scaling even more. So I think uh, you know if we wind the clock forward uh, a couple of years, we are most likely uh, not one team anymore. We are multiple mm. teams most likely, uh, and to 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 find that position now that we can sort of scale from. Uh, with that with, with that type of competence that's what we're we, we can offer and that's what we are looking for nice all right well it sounds like a really good company and equally is an exciting opportunity so i'll um i'll close this podcast and um, thank you everyone for for listening um the community questions from oscar shabba frederick um and have I missed anyone? Oh, of course, Cutley. Um, so, yeah, thanks, guys. And finally, thank you very much, Christian. Thanks for appearing on the podcast and hope to hear from you again soon. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.